Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, chapter three. Welcome back to another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I hope you're doing well, and if you've been out fishing, I hope you've been putting some fish on the bank. Um, as you've seen by the title, um, today I'm telling a story, and I'm telling the story of um, when I set myself a mission to catch the big ghosty from a lake called um, Billy Lake. Um, so let's give you a bit of background about this lake. So, Billy Lake, first of all, I'm going to start by saying um, that's not the official name of the lake. Um, I've had to change the name. Um, in fact, I have done um, one podcast on this lake uh, right at the beginning of when I started doing my podcast. So if you want to go back, by all means, go back and listen to that one. I can't actually remember now if I was pike fishing or carping on there. I've got a feeling I was um, pike fishing. I don't know. I can't remember. You'd have to go back and check that one. Anyway, so Billy Lake is really not a big lake at all. Um, you could almost almost probably class it as a pond it's quite long it's quite narrow um it's got one end's got one end of it it's got some really big depths to it uh if i can recall probably about i say really big not really really that deep really probably about 12 14 foot uh, and then i might actually drop to 16 foot in some places thinking about it and at the other end of the lake you know it, it goes quite shallow uh, in the summertime, the water levels in this in this lake really do drop down uh, for some other reasons to that as well, and it becomes quite a, quite a dangerous lake to fish, if I'm brutally honest, because you've got a big drops in in, in the bank, um, especially on, on one side of the lake, um, which I which I will go on to talk about in this podcast. It turned out to be some uh, really good really good fishing in one particular swim, but then became unfishable um, due to the, the lake levels dropping down. And basically, I just trying to land a fish from it was just ridiculous because it would almost be the whole of the landing net pole vertically downwards trying to net a fish. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of background on it. Lovely lake, though. I really did enjoy my time fishing there. Uh, so first, I'm going to start off. Um, I'm going to go back to 2018. Actually, just thinking before I go back to 2008, and I should actually say what um, what the head of fish are in there like, uh, what being a, you know a, a small lake, small lake slash pond. Um, it's got a, it's got a, it's got quite a big head of carp in there, but the carp the carp in all fairness don't go that big. Um, the average in there probably would be around about you know seven, eight, nine pounds. Um, if I'm honest with you, um, in, in my opinion, when I was fishing there. But it did hold. It did hold some twenties, uh, a, 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 a little selection of twenties, um, and it was rumoured. It was rumoured to have this big thirty in there. Um, I was about to give the name. I can't give the name because that would. That, if you know the lake, that would completely give the lake away. And it was rumoured to have this like big carp in there that uh, a lot of people uh, hooked into. The stories go, and this fish snapped them off, took them, took them, or took them for a run around the lake, and they'd eventually snap off to it. Um, yeah, so there are lots of stories went around about this particular carp, um, which I, in all fairness, actually think I hooked it one time. But I will say one thing: the little, the little carp in this lake are like little torpedoes. Honestly, they are like little torpedoes. When you hook into them, they are charged up. So it could have been one of them. It could have been one of them. The only reason why I say it is that when you when you've when you've hooked a big carp before, you kind of know what that feeling feels like. So I kind of think there is. There is something bigger in there. Well, I like to think there's something bigger in there if I ever go back. Um, it also has it has a like a small head of pike in there. I say small head. Um, there's a few in there. There there is a few in there. It, the the biggest pike in there when I was fishing was uh, 14 pound, which I had that one out. Which I might do a story on that one day. Um, but it was a bit of a slag fish, if I'm honest with you. I think I had it, I, when I had it, I had it, um, when I had, of course I had it. When I had it, I think uh, Alan then had it like three weeks after. I think it came out a few times that season mm-hmm. when, I was trying to, when I was trying to catch that pike. So it, was, it turned out to be quite an easy pike to catch. Um, apparently there was a bigger pike in there as well, but I never, I never saw that. So I'm just, I, and I, well, I, I tend to believe the, that the carp story to the pike story of, of them being there so yeah so that's the, the, what the fish that are in there obviously a nice big stamp of like uh silver fish in there obviously what the, the pike were mainly feeding on but today's story is about one of the two ghosties that live in there 
uh, yeah, you've got two ghosts in there. You've got a smallish ghosty, uh, which was a, probably about, I never had it. I think it was about eight or nine pound. And then you've got the bigger ghosty that would go around about 14, 15, 16 pounds. Or I think, yeah, 14, 15, 16 pounds. In between that region there of the stories that I heard of before I caught it. Um, so yeah, let's go back to 2018. So 2018 said club where this lake is situated. I joined uh, up with my good friend Alan, um, who we've done a couple of trips now uh, in my podcasting, uh, and I joined this club to catch barbel. Uh, predominantly, it's got a nice stretch of the River Colne that runs through, and that barbel live in there. And that'll probably be another podcast in itself, another time. Uh, caught a few barbel out of the river, caught some nice chub out of the river there. But um, in the interim, I would do a couple of little trips down to uh, Billy Lake uh, with Alan, uh, and and we'd do a lot of um, float fishing for carp on there, which was an absolute buzz on that lake. Uh, absolute buzz catching carp on on my lovely little float technique that that you guys if if you listen to the podcast i've done a lot of fishing last year uh on uh, i forget the name of the lake because i've changed these lake names um on not nando oh, nando's i you did someone nando's sitting actually i think it was nando's but yeah a lot of fishing on the, on the float fishing technique anyway so um there was these basically there was these two ghosties that used to swim around and obviously because they're ghosties you'd see and they'd really stand out but it was the bigger one on this lake out of all the fish in this lake with carp and the pike in there it was the bigger ghostie that always 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 gripped me always i always wanted it it was always in the back of my head I've got to catch this ghosty. I've got to catch this ghosty. And you'd see it swim in your swim because it just stand out like a sore thumb. Um, and I remember one time uh, in 2018 when I went float fishing on my own um, and I was like, I was feeding up with pellet and this, this, this ghosty just swam in. And I was like, that's it. I, I'm going to get this ghosty. It's mine. It's definitely mine. Um, and he did pick my bait up. <laughs> Another carp came in and picked my worm up and that was it. I landed that one. Um, and then it buggered off. I stayed there for a bit longer. Then it buggered off. And then, I, as I do when I when I float fish, I, I work my way around the lake, and I work my way around further around, probably, probably about halfway around the lake. And I saw the ghosty again in the margins down there. Same again. Baited up a bit of pellet out there. Left it a little bit. Dropped down my um, my lobworm. Hooked into a fish, and it wasn't it wasn't the ghosty. So it had done me again. It was another carp. Landed that carp, which is obviously all great and all that. But it wasn't it wasn't the fish I was after. So. It was always there, swimming around. It just felt like it was just like teasing me, completely teasing me. So anyway, in 2018, didn't really do much fishing for carp ultimately because it was more or less. It was more out of the barbel fishing for me. I was trying to. It was my first time I went, ever really went barbel fishing. I was trying to get to grips with that. Uh, but that, as I said, I did a few trips down there. So that was that was laid back in my head in 2018. So now we're gonna we're gonna fast forward now to 2020. Um, uh, where I tell the story of um, of me ca- leading up and actually finally capturing this fish, and another little challenge that I set myself while I was fishing there. Um, so, um, 2019. Just jump back to that. I'm going to probably jump around as I as I remember stuff as I tell this story. 2019, or at the end of 2019, when my ticket ran out, um, I didn't rejoin the club. Uh, Alan moved on I think he moved on to uh, like I think he got a ticket on the Thames with Andrew and he was doing a lot of fishing there and I just went like I got like to call it a little bit rogue um, I didn't have a, a ticket on any clubs then I was literally just like day ticking I don't think I did a, a tremendous amount of fishing uh, but you know the bug as I said before in one of my other stories the bugs there always there and, and, it, and it, it grows and it grows and it grows uh, and it got to the beginning of uh, 2020, and I thought I need to I need to start fishing again. I really need to start I need to start fishing again. I need to join a club. Um, so this particular club, I joined up, and in my head I joined up to catch this ghosty. Um, and I'm going to tell this story with the aid of um, my Facebook page because back then um, I posted every single carp I had out of that lake on there. I weighed every single carp as well. Um, I took a little video on most of them, so if you want to see that, you can go on my, my Quest Fishing Adventures um, Facebook page, and you actually be able to see the, the short little videos on there. So I'm going to use that to tell my story leading up to it, and as I said earlier, uh, the, the other challenge that I decided to uh, to set myself as well. So 
It's 2020, it's February. In fact, it's, it's, I'm gonna give you the dates as well. I can do the dates because we're on Facebook. It's the 9th of February, 2020. Um, so it's winter and I thought, right, I'm gonna get a night ticket on this lake as well because you can actually night, night ticket it. So I got a night, did my first night there. Um, only person there, uh, which was absolutely fantastic because I had the lake to myself. Uh, so I got, I got the pick of the place. Um, if I recall without looking, looking at the calendar, I think it was a, I think it was a Friday night. I think, I, I think all the nights I did were Friday nights. Um, so yeah, um, I picked my swim, um, and I blanked. <laughs> it was a blank. Uh, I don't, I don't remember now if I got any bleeps or not, but I blanked. So um, let's move on to the next, the next slide. <laughs> uh, so didn't catch that trip. Uh, then we, we fast forward a week later to uh, the 22nd of February, uh, 2020. Um, and if I recall that night, uh, by looking at the photos, uh, there was another gentleman down there. It was a really nice guy. I can't remember his name. He actually, um, at the end of the session, I went and had a little chat with him to see if he caught anything. Um, I don't think he did, uh, if I recall. But he actually showed me a deeper. He had a deeper then, and I was like, really, wow. You know, this is the first time I've actually seen one in, in, you know, in, in the flesh as such. Um, and he showed me on the phone. He said, said what you can do with it. Anyway, going off track here. So that's the 22nd of February. Uh, yeah. I did my night there. Uh, and had my first fish out, which I was absolutely stoked about. Now this fish I went on to name as as the hump fish. Um, I called it 11 pound four common. Um, and I, and I, there'll be a little story to this little fish a bit later on. So 11 pound four common hump fish. Look at the photo, I was completely chuffed. It was my first carp out of there. Um, buzzing, winter time of course, as you are, you're, you're just over the moon. Um, then went on to catch another another common that night as well. Let's just try and find. There she is, nine point nine pound twelve common. So that was I was absolutely chuffed. As I said, it's winter time. I've had two carp out, absolutely buzzing. I think it's blatantly worth adding in at this time as well. Um, this was this was this was me like properly getting back into carp fishing again, um, like on on my carp rods because most of my fishing. Uh, for for a good while, I had not been with the carp rods like stuck out like that. Uh, you know, it was it was the float fishing, it was the barbel fishing, that. So I was well out of tune with 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 the carping scene and and rigs and everything. So this for me was a massive learning curve and a massive a massive change, a positive change in my fishing uh, going forward uh, from here. Uh, so I think it's worth adding in um, what I know now to what I knew, know then it is like it's a massive percentage more it really is I've learned so much um, and I was tweaking things as I went along so let's go also I'm ne neglecting the swims here what swims I was in I'm going to be going to be adding that to the story as well sorry guys I'm not the, I'm not the best at telling stories um, so I do apologize but I hope you I hope you're enjoying it so the first swim that I picked that I blanked in I remember that swim it was I was like, ah, I didn't catch. But one interesting thing was, is when I turned up that day, even though I had the lake to myself and no one did the night, what I recall now is there was people on the lake and there someone had done the night before in the swim next to me. And how it worked out, I didn't know who was doing what on that lake or, or what swim I could actually get in to do the night because it was quite busy. So I went next to this guy, but I wasn't one of those people that just jumped in there. I asked the guy, um, if he was doing the night again and he wasn't he was going and i asked him if he caught and he said he said yes yeah i think he said he had a couple of couple of carp out that night as well so yeah that was the first night and then the, and then the week later i decided because i blanked in that swim I, I recall now i didn't get any bleeps at all i went in the swim he went in i kind of like jumping on on the back of him i know it's a week later but you know i'm learning you know what i mean you you, you do things like this i'm not i'm not afraid to to admit that um I kind of almost copied him by going in the swim because he caught. I knew he'd caught a fish in there, and I, and you guys have got to remember I hadn't been fishing there at all. I didn't know. I didn't know what was coming out um, as much as I, I did at the at the back end of all this. Uh, yeah, so I jumped in his swim, and then I I didn't I didn't know what bait he was using, um, and I caught a fish out. And that's a good point as well is what baits I was using at that time. Um, so I think I, I I think I did know at that point in time. Um, I, I knew that yellow that yellow pop-ups worked really well on that lake so I was using uh, the mainline high-vis pineapple yellow pop-ups 
and that's what I had that is it that is what I had the carp on on my uh, second night so it's a week later it's uh, Friday the 14th of March um, in fact no that's last a couple of weeks later it's two weeks later uh, and I'm doing my fourth all-nighter there um, and I had another fish out <laughs> I had a three pound five mirror carp yes three pound mirror carp is small not a big carp but I tell you what it was one of the most uh, beautifulest little mirrors I've ever caught uh, the markings on it were absolutely fantastic so as you guys can imagine now like you know I've had like my I've had four carp out um, I've done four nights and out of out of the four nights I've caught on three of them so I was completely buzzing um, and I think I if I recall it's hard to tell in the photos because it's uh, in the video on there actually it's quite dark I'd actually moved down to like uh, what's known as the the bus stop swim uh in that lake well what i call the bus stop swim um it was a lovely swim uh the bus stop swim because i had a, a lovely bit of snags to the back of it and uh, mm. so uh and that's so like a big bush a big bush of snags coming out to the left and then probably about two rod lengths to the right of that had another snag coming out there uh, so what i was doing i was using my distance sticks uh before the session uh and i marked up that what I needed to cast to get uh, to to the right hand side of of the of the big snags um, on the left hand side, and the other one um, I was I was casting basically in, in the middle between the um, other bank. And then what I would do when I turned up, I'd literally before I got all my rods out, I'd literally walk round there because how it turned out because it was like winter time, there was no one night fishing. And in some cases, when I was getting down there, there was no one there whatsoever. So I'd walk around there and I would chuck uh, some boilies in, in the swim. Uh, I would chuck uh, some pellet in the swim. And then I, I went on to use, and I can't remember what, when this was, but I went on to use hemp as well. So I was chucking hemp out there as well. And it was so convenient because it was almost, it was as good as marginal fishing because the lake was so narrow. So like, it was so easy just to put bait out over there. So yeah fourth night had this lovely three and a half pound mirror carp absolutely stoked right then <laughs> i went on to have another carp out that same night 12 pound one common so at this point in time like honestly i know i've just said it but i was i just recall i was i was just buzzing i felt like i was on i was on fire um i felt like i'd found a spot now uh in in this swim here i felt like i was on the bait uh, so I was absolutely stoked and in the back of my mind all I could think about is like you know this this ghosty you know I've got to get this ghosty he's got he's got to come along at some point but to, to this to this point in time I hadn't seen him again this year so I hadn't actually seen him with my eyes so I didn't know I didn't know where he was so now it's the 20th of March uh, looking through Facebook doing another all-nighter again on my own um, in fact while we're there thinking about it um, I think there was only one all-nighter that I did that I had a person doing a night down there, which was the second night I did. All the other nights I did down there, I was on my own. Uh, so yet again, uh, I managed to catch again. Um, let me just get the size of this one. Looks like I um, didn't put the size in there, but it's another common, probably about six pound maybe. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, uh, there, there is a case like that you could argue, oh, you're clearly fishing a runs water here you know quest you know catching all these carp but i want to add something in like at the the longer i fished this lake um I, it was apparent to me that people weren't catching fish i was doing something right i was catching i was catching fish and people weren't catching fish yes in my eyes now i look at it and i do i do consider it to be a runs water but people weren't catching down there they were catching but they weren't they weren't catching as consistent as me um so okay big myself up a little bit there but it, i needed it i needed it at the time because it's what grew the confidence within myself you know and for me to go yeah i want to get back out there again i, I, I want to learn and at this point in the time i was watching so many videos um i was reading stuff just trying to see what else i could do what what differences i could make um what rig was I using? And that'd be a good question as well. I think, I think I'd moved on to the spinner rig at that in that point of time, but I, I can't quite remember. So apologies for that. So a week later, I'm back down there again. Friday night, it's the 20th of March, and I get another carp out. 
Um, and yet again, for whatever reason, I've not put the weights on there. Uh, it's another common, probably looks to be about eight pounds. Um, then there's another carp out I've had that night. Another common, uh, probably looks to be about seven, eight pounds maybe. So, Just a quick break from today's episode. If you are enjoying my content and would like to support me for free, you can do so and it's really easy. All you've got to do is leave me a rating, subscribe to me or leave me a review. Now this will depend on what platform that you're listening from because you might only get one of these options. But honestly, I really would appreciate it if you could take the time out to do it. Thank you so much and let's get back to the episode. And then it happens. <laughs> and it wasn't catching the ghosty coronavirus. Put a lockdown on the, all the lakes. We weren't allowed outside. Oh my word. I was absolutely gutted. Absolutely gutted. Because I just really felt I was on something. Um, I was catching fish every time I went down there. At that point in time, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't blanked. Oh no, sorry, I'd blanked my first time I'd gone down there. And then caught every session down there. So I was completely gutted. But I did what every angler did. Um, I imagine every angler did this. Uh, when you were locked down, you sorted all your fishing stuff out. You ordered loads of stuff. In fact, you probably ordered loads of stuff you didn't need. But inside of, of my belly, and I'm sure, in, and no doubt in your belly as well, the fire in there was growing to get back out on the bank again, eager to get out. So now we get to whisk forward to the, the 16th of May when I finally got back out again. Weather's completely changed now. It's a lot warmer now. Um, and actually looking at the video here, it's in the daytime. I, didn't, I think I'd, my nights in fact finished there for whatever reason. Didn't, didn't do any more nights after that, I recall. As we go through our, our walls, well, we obviously know that, but I think that's what happened. I don't know why, but I started doing um, after work sessions. Uh, so it's the 16th of May, um, it looks a lot warmer, obviously a lot brighter. And I remember jumping into the, the first swim by the car park because it was, I like, it's, it's a corner swim and, and as you guys know, I do really do like my corner swims. And, and like, yet again, another carp out, uh, £12 one. And uh, guess what fish it is? It's the hump. <laughs> it's the hump. <laughs> the fish, I, the first fish I caught down there, I was like, oh my words, I've caught the same fish again. And I, I knew there was, I knew, you know, you know, you don't, I didn't expect to get a repeat capture that quick. Uh, not with the head of carp that are actually in there. I think there is about, I don't know, 70 to 100 carp in there maybe, guessing, I think someone told me once. Um, let's click on. So then, so 16th of May still, still down there. Fish number nine, uh, a nice six pound seven mirror carp. Um, obviously buzzing to be back out again and uh, put two fish on the bank. Uh -huh, I was completely stoked, I, I remember that. But then guess what? I had another fish. <laughs> I caught another fish in that second. <laughs> and it was a 20 pound six common. And I was absolutely buzzing. I remember catching this fish and it was just, it just bent my rod round in two. I was like, oh my word, for this one I actually do need someone to take a photo for it because it was a £20 carp and it was, as, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, there's not many 20s in this lake. Uh, luckily for me, uh, the bailiff was walking around at the time and he took the photos for me, um, which was quite interesting because it's the first time I'd ever bumped into this bailiff um, and it literally just walks around and I'm playing this fit. No, I was walk he walked around and I was talking to him and then my rod ripped off and I landed it, that's what happened, that's what happened, and he took the photos. But there's a little funny thing to this as well, uh, which I'll tell you later on, with the bailiff, and him and seeing me catch like one, one, of the, one, of the, one of the biggest fish in, in the lake. Um, so it was, I remember after catching his fish, I did go through loads of photos on, on Facebook, on their Facebook page and that, and from talking to people, I was convinced to myself that that actually was the biggest fish in the lake. Yes, there were some other twenties in there, but what what it was, it was hard to establish now to this day if it was the biggest fish in there. It if it wasn't, it was it was bloody close because they all seemed to be round about that weight. It's all coming back to me now. So it could have been the biggest fish in the lake at the time. I don't know, but it wasn't my goal fish. It what my goal wasn't to catch the, the twenty. It was uh, in there, but wasn't the main goal. Um, so let's move on. So it's the 26th of May. <clears throat> and if I recall, round about now was when I did my bait switch. I was so into my fishing. And even though I knew that the, um, 
the uh, main lines uh, higher tracked pop up pineapple pop up was doing the business down there I was still convinced there was a better bait out there to use um, so I, I started talking to loads of people that well not loads of people I started talking to a few people that I knew that did carp fishing in fact one particular person uh, that I still thank to this day um, probably haven't said it to his face but um, he works at another depot I was talking to him about bait and he's quite he's a very good angler from what I can see he's put some nice nice carp on the bank where he fishes nice big ones bigger than mine and i was picking his brain out from what i'd looked on online um i was trying to come away from um i must admit from the from the really commercial baits like mainline that i had used previously leading up well well leading up to i used a lot of fusion a lot of uh forgetting the names of them now uh, yeah I, I was trying to move away from them not to say they don't work because I, I i'm not knocking them at all in the slice caught loads of fish on mainline baits absolutely loads i would i, I well obviously I, I use the cell now and that's a mainline bait but at that particular time i wanted to move away um, Alex was going through the session. I think 2020 was Alex's. Uh, Ale it was 2020 was Alex's. He was he was putting some big, nice fish on the bank, and he had jumped onto Atlantic Heat. So um, I had to jump onto that. So I, I brought Atlantic Heat, and I also brought CC Moore's Live System. So I had CC Moore's Live System and uh, Atlantic Heat. And I was basically uh, switching between them both now in my sessions. And every now and again, I was dropping in the um, the pineapple pop-up uh, here and there. But mainly it was on them two baits uh, going forward from here. So moving forward now to the 26th of May, uh, back to another after work session. And I put another fish on the bank. And yet again, I thought I had put the weights on it. I remember I did weigh all the fish, um, but I can't see it on my Facebook page, but this, it looks like they're all my videos that I put up of, of the fish I caught. Um, this one is a um, another nice little common carp. Um, do you know what I recall now as I'm watching this? I actually, I didn't, I, 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 I weighed all the carp and in the videos I said the weight, whereas thinking back now, I, I wish I um, actually wrote the weights down in the uh, obviously the um, the description above the video, but I actually said the weights um, in the video. Yeah, it's a nice little um, looks to be like a five pound common. Um, still nice, buzzing. You know, really on a roll now. Only done one blank so far, so absolutely buzzing. So still 26th of May. Uh, just had another mirror carp. Um, looks to be only about four or five pound. But yeah, again, the markings on these mirrors that they uh, clearly they put in. Um, I don't believe these ones had bread in there, but they really picked some nice mirrors out. Um, I did enjoy catching the little mirrors from this lake, and it's definitely a lake, you know, in the future that I would like to go back and, you know, potentially catch these, you know, 20 plus. I think they'll be an absolutely stunning looking fish. So, whizzing forward now to the 28th of May. Um, bait's really working now. Uh, and this is when I decided to move swims again. Um, so bear in mind, I've got that first swim, the bus stop swim, that um, I'm absolutely buzzing about from, from uh, prior COVID. Uh, then I've got the corner swim there. That's why I, st I mean, I went in there, so I think thinking about it now, the reason why I went in that corner swim as well, not only do I like corner swims, and the reason why I didn't go back in the bus stop swim is because I think the lake was really busy that day. And that's why I ended up going in that corner swim there because I love corner swims and it produced fish for me and then it produced the fish another time. Um, then, um, if I recall as well, sorry, I do apologise that my storytelling is really not that great at all, and I do talk quite fast. It's the way my brain works. Um, I remember when I was talking to the bailiff down there, and I was quizzing him about the ghosty. Uh, he said that the ghosty does uh, like uh, the the bus stop swim, uh, and also the the swim at the beginning of this story when I said I saw him up in the top. Top, top end of the lake in, when I was float fishing up there like uh, the year before. Um, so in the, in the back of the, I had that in the back of my head then as well. Uh, but obviously I'm, I'm buzzing, I'm catching carp. Um, so yeah, so anyway, 28th of May now, I've decided to, to leave that swim alone because I'm starting to think, wow, might, uh, you know, can I catch these fish all over the lake? Um, my, my three baits I'm typically using now, you know, are working, you know. That the pineapple, the uh, the life system, the uh, Atlantic heat, they're all working down there. They're all working for me. I'm doing something right. Uh, so I decided to move swims 
So this is when I jump onto uh, the other side of the lake. Uh, about, I think there's about three swims down. There was a lovely looking snags to the left hand side there. But I've seen a lot of fish moving there. Uh, for the times I've been down there now fishing the day. So I've, I've got to put a bait down there. And I, I'll tell you what guys. That swim. Absolutely amazing honestly. Um, I, I'm just kind of like spoiling it now. But it, it, was, it was producing like... I will say this, I don't, so I don't forget to say it. Uh, this is the swim that I, I, I mentioned before that I, that, um, I had quite a lot of carp from. Um, every time I went down there and went in that swim, it was all, it, no, it wasn't almost. It was just, as long as I dropped it on, on the spot, which is another thing I just remembered I must talk about, it, you were on the money. You were on the money. You, you'd get a bite so quick when you first got down there literally i remember one of them i put i put i think it's probably on my face must be on my face it is it is it's in this segment now um i think coming up i put my phone there recording and had a bite almost straight away absolutely crazy but that's what i remember as well apologies again for my storytelling um so that's when did i buy the bushwhackers this is this is when the bushwhacker comes into it the bushwhacker comes in uh probably about three sessions back now i'd actually yeah, because I got it early, early 2020. Um, I think the delivery actually came during lockdown. No, yeah, it might have come during lockdown. So I started using it. Yes, I think it was around about then. I started using it when I got back then. And that, that as I've talked about the, the Bushwhacker so many times now, has been a complete game changer um, and put so many carp in the bank because I was using that Bushwhacker, especially in that first swim uh, where I first started in, in back after COVID. I was I was pushing it through a bush in the corner where there was a bush that was coming out and then it could get go through the bush and drop the bait behind the bush which was in the corner and that's where I had fish from on this occasion and, and many other occasions and then on for this onto this spot now that I found um, it literally was a snag but it was like an overhanging snag so you could only cast a fairly little bit into it un, un, like underarm but with the bushwhacker you could push it in that little bit further that was that was the game changer. So, obviously, I have a fish out there. Um, I've got the weight again, as I said, um, as I watch it. Looks to be in like a seven pound common. So this is the 28th of May. Here we go. 28th of May again. Uh, another fish. Let's whiz it forward. Nice looking common, probably about 11, 12 pounds. Um, completely buzzing. Um, this swim was just amazing. So we whiz forward a little bit now, trying to speed things up a little. First uh, of June, another carp out, same swim again. Um, 12, 14 pound, definitely a little bit bigger that one. First of June again, um, obviously the weather's a lot warmer now. Another carp, another common carp, probably about eight pound. Um, completely buzzing. And if I recall now, it was, it was this point in time now that I said to myself, um, I'm going to set myself another challenge. I'm, I'm definitely on one here. Um, I'm going to set myself a challenge to catch 50 carp out this lake. Um, I didn't put a, an end time on it, but I, I wanted to catch 50 carp. So I wanted to catch the ghosty. That was the main goal. And I wanted to catch uh, 50 carp out of this lake. Um, yeah, and that was the goal I set myself. But importantly, I still want to add in, yes, it's not winter anymore. Yes, it is a lot warmer. I was still out fishing people on this lake. And it does sound big headed. People were not catching as consistent as me still and look at now and i still haven't blanked i still haven't blanked i, I can i'll spoil it now because i don't know when it happened but i did blank one more time and i can't remember whereabouts that was so i blanked the first session which i kind of almost wrote off myself because i'm getting to know the lake and then i blanked one other time fishing here but people were blanking and i wasn't i was pushing putting fish in the bank so it was this point in time now that i decided to, i wanted to catch 50 fish and i wanted to catch um the ghosty so 2nd of June now, which is a day after. So it looks like I, I was allowed to go out uh, two days in a row. Um, and I've actually moved swimming. And I recall moving swim because um, the corner swim was basically it was a busy day down there. And I moved into another swim. I had to move into another swim. But it was another swim that I fancied. In fact, in fact, a better way of putting it, it was, it was pretty much. So it was the bus stop swim, but the opposite side. So I was literally fishing on that other decent spot down there. Um, I think it's worth adding, I'm sure I'd seen the ghosty at this point swim around somewhere. I'm sure, I, I can't remember too much, but I've definitely seen it. So basically I dropped in on, on the bus stop swim, but opposite where actually I was putting the baits. 
um, looking at the video, uh, setting up and how to carp out, uh, looks to be about what, 12, 12 pounds. Wow. Um, then 2nd of June, another carp out, probably looks to be about eight pounds. Um, and then 2nd of June still, another carp, probably another again, eight, 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 nine pounds again. So as you can see, I'm like, I'm completely buzzing. I've got in back the back of my head, my 50, fish, 50 fish target, the ghosty target, I'm, I'm loving it. But still this ghosty, I still haven't had this ghosty. Right, 4th of June, uh, looks like I've slotted back in the swim that I went on the 2nd of June. Uh, I, I, do you know, I can't remember um, why, but I was catching all over the lake. It just felt like at that point, it just, I, I, I did feel a bit invincible. I felt like I could just go down there and catch fish. Um, he looks to be about 14 pounds. Um, 4th of June again, another fish on the bank. Um, wow, uh, what was this one? Oh, another little, another, not a little, but another beautiful mirror. Absolutely beautiful dorsal on it. That is definitely about 14 pounds as well. Absolutely a stunner. Oh, I really did go out this week. It's now the 5th of June. So it looks like I've gone out three times this week already. Um, obviously, oh, there's another fish on the bank. A nice little common. Um, I'm now back in the, uh, that, 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 that swim I really fell in love with. Uh, on the other bank now, the big drop-off swim and the snags down there. So now back in that swim, 5th of June. Um, another carp out of there. Uh, another little mirror, probably looks to be about eight pounds. And then another, another common. <laughs> probably that probably looks about five pound as well. Oh, and then looks like it's got dark now and another common out. So that was that, like four swim on that day there. Um, 5th of June, another little common out of there. So I was on fire. I need to find out what number I'm on now. Um, I remember this. I was just, I was loving every session down there, uh, basically. And I was using the bushwhacker. Um, it's worth adding. I was still sticking to um, my um, maize, not maize, sorry, uh, pellet, crushed boilie, and, um, and hemp seed. I remember buying, I remember buying, getting, going through a bit of hemp seed and that. Um, I think I may, might have made. I think I made up a bit of seed mix as well. I think I started using seed mix again down there. But yeah, so we had that one out. So back down again, 19th of June. Looks like I've gone in the the uh, the car park swim as you just come in there. We had that 20 pounder out. Um, and is that? I thought it was the humpfish then. Looks very similar to it. I don't think it is though. So I had another one out again. He looks to be about eleven pounds. Nineteen for June. Uh, then looks like I've had a mirror out as well on the nineteenth for June. In that same swim there, um, eleven pounds. Wow. Then a, then then a common out. Looks to be about six pound. Nineteenth for June. Then another. Then another. What's that? Wow. That's lovely. Another another common out. Seven pound. Looks an absolute stunner. Another beautiful common out. Wow. So that looks to be like four, four fish out of that swim then. And definitely, think about it now, I was definitely on the spinner rig. I was 100% on the spinner rig, uh, just going through these, um, these different boilies. I was catching on all three of them. Um, I, and I couldn't believe it and the people were asking me how I was doing and, and I'll be honest with you I wasn't hiding anything I, I, I remember even giving one guy like a handful of the um, the pineapple boilies because he said he was struggling down there and I just thought it was the right thing to do like help, helping people out um, and I think in the back of my head I knew I, w I would eventually move off of here you know and it just it felt it felt like the right thing to do definitely so we move on to the uh, 22nd of June. It looks like I'm in the in the bus stops room now. Uh, that's an absolutely beautiful mirror. That's probably about 12 pound there. Um, the, the, the bushwhacker came into its own in that swim as well in the bus stops room because I could literally like just drop my baits out now rather than cast out of there and, and put a nice get the baits around it as well. Um, uh, absolutely, I just, the bushwhacker is just amazing. It really is. Um, so 22nd of June had that one out. Then I've gone and had another one out, a little tiny one. Uh, looks might only be about four pound, four pound common. And then we uh, we whiz forward to the 29th of June now. Uh, carp fishing, but actually had a pike out. <laughs> a little small pike, about two, three pounds. Um, obviously, um, I guess where I've been putting my ground bait in, the, the roach and the rod or whatever have gone round it, the pike's gone in and managed to hook himself up. But you know, 
it's a pike's a pike it was still a capture but technically it wasn't a blank though because i still went on to have a carp um turn knife looks like to be um probably about eight pound eight pound common really need to uh, figure out what number we're on because we're really knocking them up so it's the 12th of july now um i am not in the bus stop swim looks like i'm the swim to the left hand side of it um i think i, I think it could must have been a busy day down there because i never really particularly liked that lake but i still managed to put a fish on the bank another little common eight pound probably looking about that i am guesstimating these weights probably getting them well wrong on some of them um then we've got another little common out on that day as well probably a lot smaller four or five pounds and then an, another carp out um little tiddler one three pounds <laughs> three pound common wow um and then another carp on the 12th this is this is getting crazy now it really is um they are really on one right i got it now so it's the 19th of june um another carp out uh look to be in the um looks to be the bus stop swim looks to be the bus stop swim as well uh carp number 26 a 12 and a half pound uh common um then i look to catch another another i've got some weights now i got another carp out a mirror carp 11 pound 12 uh carp number 27 <laughs> and then and then another common carp out at four pound 11 uh number 28 also on the 19th of june and then I look to roll on another one at £7.14 common carp on the 19th. Wow, that was a session as well. So they, I, they really started to get on the feed as it's really started to warm up down there without a shadow of a doubt. And I remember I would have been thinking about this time, surely I'm going to be able to get 50 carp out of here. Um, I would have seen the, um, the ghosty now definitely a few times. I recall, I just don't remember what trips are on. I, I remember him swimming into not just the, the, the favourite swims where you'd see him in or where people have said they'd seen him but I remember being in a couple of other swims on these sessions and seeing this ghosty just like cruising as I said it's a ghosty you know the water wasn't crystal clear but it was clear enough to see him all, like in the margins that was for sure um, I remember one time just he was just coming in and out all through the session again it's just teasing me and I just I just couldn't I couldn't capture it um, but as as it went on um talking to people it did definitely was apparent and i have said it already it was apparent that he did like that snaggy swim opposite the, the um the bus stop swim and, and the top end swim it's definitely one of the, the places that he would be seen a lot so he there was definitely a route that he was taking around those swims there so uh 22nd of june i've had a lovely uh Nearly a lever, well not nearly, nearly, nearly a lever. Eleven pound twelve uh, mirror carp, absolutely beautiful. Uh, then it looked to be a four pound nine common little one. So that was two carp out on that trip there. So the twelfth of July now, um, eight pound fifteen common carp number thirty three. Then a five pound eight. Every common a little one and there's me in the video saying if i need to catch every small fish in the lakes to get to like you know <laughs> i remember thinking like wow <laughs> um where are we going next 12th of july again yet again five pound seven common uh carp number 35 15 carp off of catching uh, the 50. um same ship again 13 pound three common uh, then I've had another carp out, six pound one uh, mirror, all on the 12th of July. And I'm pleased to say, absolutely buzzing. So I think I cut the last of that recording off there. I was saying absolutely buzzing. Um, and I just remember thinking, I'm catching all these carp. I've seen this ghosty swim around. Um, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to catch this carp. There must, must be a way of catching this carp. Um, so I thought, my next, my next time I go down. Um, I'm gonna, I think I think I got a lot. I think I got carried away with trying to catch these 50 carp, and like, not that it wasn't top of my list still, but you know what it's like. You just get hooked on it yourself, hooked on catching carp. So I was just trying to trying to catch them, and kind of like putting to a side in my head, like, let's focus on catching this ghosty. Right. So I remember thinking, right, what do I know? 
I know where he likes to swim. I know the swims he goes in. So let's go back. Let's go. Let's hit the bus stop swim. I've got a nice bit of spread of water there. I know he likes going in there. Let's go down there and let's bait up. So it's the uh, 13th of July. I go down there. Obviously with, 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 with my bushwhacker. Uh, Atlantic heat. Push my bait out. Drop it down there. And then hold on a second. Who's that? The bailiff comes round. <laughs> the bailiff comes round again. And I'm chatting to the bailiff. Thinking, oh, wow. And he's asking me how my season's going. What I've had out and stuff. And obviously, I, you know, I was quite open and honest. I was telling him what I, you know, what I was doing. And what I've had out. And then my rod rips off. Straight away. In the snags. I hook into it. And I can feel this fish. And it's in the snags. And I'm like, oh my God, you know what it's like, you know, you get a, you get a fish and it like, it's like snagged up a little bit and you've got the bailiff there. I'm sure we've all had it. And you're like, shit, man. You know, I look like a bad, I instantly panic. I don't know why you panic. You just panic. But, you know, the truth is, you know, I was on my rods, uh, but he went in the snag and I got him out the snag. And then, and then he goes to me and he said his name again. And then he goes to me, that's the ghosty. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I've just seen it. That's the ghosty. And I'm thinking, oh my God, panic stations hit panic stations hit so not only do i know i've got the big ghosty on because he said it was the big ghosty but i've got i've got i've got the i've got someone standing behind me and not just someone it's the bailiff and it's i hate it when i hate it when people are standing behind me that i, I don't generally fish with um you know and it, I, you just feel a bit like oh uh, like you feel like you know you feel more pressure you're worried that you're going to do something wrong and you know and that and that so those things oh, i was panicking even more so I'm playing this fish and I was like, obviously I've landed every fish up here to on my own. In a way, the back of my head, I was like, I'm, I'm glad you're there. And I said, I said, I said, mm-hmm. he said his name. Can you land this fish for me, please? Um, so I'm playing this fish and eventually the net goes underneath this carp after this battle, battle and laugh with the snags. And I land the ghosty and I am absolutely stoked. And that was the other story I said that was funny about it. Like he was down there to see like probably probably to this day what I think is the biggest fish in the lake down there and then for me to catch like the the, the big ghosty out of there as well I was absolutely stoked um he, he did the photos for me uh, and it went 16 pound nine obviously the the picture of this uh podcast is is this ghosty I was absolutely chuffed on Atlantic heat I was buzzing um got some he did some cracking photos so we got some photos done put the fish back first person I ring was was with my missus and then I rang Alex and told Alex because he knew I was after this fish. Absolutely buzzing. Fish number 38 out of there. 12 off my 50. Um, and it was time now to move on to the 50. So I thought, I just want to smash this out now. I've got my target fish. Um, and in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I want to fish other lakes now on, the, on this ticket. I've got, my, I've got the fish I want out. Um, so I thought, right, but I am going to finish this off. I am going to catch my 50 fish. So let's catch my 50 fish. So we whisk forward to the 21st of July, fish number 39, uh, a nice 13 pound one common carp. Still buzzing, still buzzing a week later from catching the ghost here, I'm not gonna lie. Um, fish number 40, same date, 21st of July, 12 pound 14 mirror carp. And there's at this point now, I'm thinking I'm 10 fish off. I am gonna do this, it's still early doors. We're still like, you know, we're late July now. Um, I'm still going to be able to move on to one of the other lakes on the complex and you know hopefully you know have as much luck on them lakes as well so we whiz forward we whiz forward this in fact it's the 21st of august so it looks like i didn't go fishing for a while i think i might do you know what i might have gone away for two weeks that did we go i think no we can't remember but it looks like i didn't fish for a couple of weeks or so so yeah, seven pound one uh, mirror carp, fish number forty-one in the rain. I remember thinking, oh my god, hope my equipment doesn't get all like damaged from the wet. Um, so what's that? Twenty-first of August, and then I had another one out on the twenty-first of August, which is fish number forty-two, which is a twelve and a half pound common. Then we got another common out, eight pound one, uh, fish number forty-three, and then we've done another one. Uh, a seven pound three common carp. So we're on fish number forty-four now. So like, I'm, I'm buzzing, really buzzing now. I'm thinking that this got this target is so in sight. Um, so we get oh no, no, but then we've done another fish. In fact, twenty-first of August, ten pound seven common, fish number forty-five. Five fish off now of catching the the fifty pound target, the fifty pound target, the fifty fish target. 
just done another carp on that date as well. £10.15 common, 21st of August. Then I did another carp, uh, £7.5, fish number 47, uh, common carp. So, wow, I'm now three fish off catch number 50. And in my head now, I'm thinking, there's no way I can fluff this. This is going to happen. I am going to get my 50 carp out of there with enough time to move on to another water. And then for this next trip, um, I decided to go to the top end of the lake and I fancied the other side, uh, which is opposite where one of the swims at the Ghostly Light. Um, at this point in time, um, I, it, the water had gone down really low. It was, it was low, in fact. It was probably low at the beginning of July, um, which is why I stopped fishing that favourite swim of mine, um, which I said on there as well, which was getting a lot of carp out. I couldn't fish over there, it was too dangerous. But this other end of the lake was really shallow, it was really safe to fish. So I went over there. Uh, so what we're looking now is the 30th of August, uh, so fish number 48, it was a 7.2 uh, £7 mirror carp, um, doesn't seem to be at this point in time a lot of mirrors in there, but all the mirrors I'm having out of there, I'm like really super super choked, choked? super super chuffed with. Um, then I went to have another one, common carp, £9.13, fish number 49 on the 30th of August as well. And I remember this now, I was thinking, I'm on fish number 49. Um, I've had two fish out. Can I get my 50th fish on this trip? Or is the lake going to make me wait another one? And then my rod ripped off. Absolutely ripped off. And I got a lovely £16.9 common carp. And I was really chuffed with this common carp. Really, in my opinion, it was a lovely, it looked like an old common um, did look old, only £16 now, but looked old, and I, I, I loved it, and I thought, this is, this is a great way to, to finish off the challenge, and not only finish off the challenge, uh, end the chapter on this lake, and, and move on. So I had my ghostie, I had, uh, had a £20 carp, um, I had this lovely £16.9 mirror, I was over the moon, I was so happy, and um, this, 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 time that I spent on this lake will always be in the back of my head um, as I said to you in my podcast it's, for me it's not about going down there catching the biggest fish in the lake I just like love catching fish of all sizes it's, it's the bend in the rod I love catching capture, cap, capturing all different species um, yeah and this, this is definitely going to be a lifetime memory for me of the time I spent down there uh, yeah I so <laughs> I don't know what to say. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really do apologise that um, I'm not the greatest at telling stories. Um, and I kind of like, as I remembered stuff as I went along, but it got me, got me really excited in, in my belly as well. I can't wait to get back out again. I actually can't wait to get the carp rods out again. I've done a lot of piking lately. The guys have been listening to my, um, my podcast and I've not been able to put one on the bank. Hopefully I'm, I'm back down at Caldercoot this weekend uh, with Andrew pike fishing. So fingers crossed I'll catch one then. But that's another story in itself. So anyway, guys, if you got to the end of this one, I haven't bored you to bits. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for your love and your support. Um, and I shall see you guys in my next podcast. If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favour and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.